This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. about design trends. There's a fantastic uh, creative trend report from our friends at Creative Market, and we're going to go over that as well. And we're going to tell you a little bit. I, obviously, you're probably seeing us too. Hopefully, you're watching us now because we're going <laughs> to try to make a really big shift uh, this year with what we've been doing. And in most cases, uh, video was, is going to be 100% what we want to do. And that way, you can listen to us audio. You can listen to us audio and video whatever you want. Uh, the DGDC is kind of broadening and kind of opening up to some other ideas. And um, so Mikel and I were thinking we were like going to keep this thing moving and to kind of get with our scheduling better. Mikel and I are going to kind of host what we call like the anchor show. And that's going to kind of fine tune into something like that. And that could be us chiming in with any late breaking stuff for cool reviews or good interviews. Um, and then obviously we have Tom doing the next level, which is another good show. And that inspired us to kind of think about what other folks would want to do something unique, uh, including Jordan putting together a unique show with a few other friends that I'm well aware of what would be a fun show for him to put together and do an independent show. And then I've reached out to a few other people and Mikel and I were chatting the last time we talked and you had a, a few this instantly kind of sparked a few ideas of some yes, cool people, that, right? It's a good, it's a good jump start into some ideas that have been in the wing regardless. So kind of refreshing in that some of the old faces and voices, some fresh and new, new themes. We don't yeah. need to every year overview similar from the previous or two years prior. We're going to That's freshen a great this point. up. Yeah. yeah. I think we got into a little bit of a cycle, which maybe maybe a, a little bit more standardized and I don't I think we're getting a little tired of being standard. Yeah, my big my big uh catchphrase is uh being unconventional. This is right. the year to do it. Like we have so much ahead of us and with AI and all these other things and I feel like branding and design and what we do is so in the forefront and, and even people that aren't artists, right? It's like uh, I'm really admiring the folks that are heading off on different paths and trying something different. Yeah, and stretching yeah, the envelope. I'm glad you a mentioned more. that. I mean, we rather than just talking yeah. about it, but actually putting it into Canvas. So yeah. it's nice to see that there's a little bit more edge. And maybe AI was the start to that. Really realm. was. It really was. I think because it's like it got us all thinking about. I don't want to call it a threat. I want to call it more like, oh, there's a big new tool coming down the road, right? And uh, when we've explored it, we were all kind of in that zone of like, 
I'm a little nervous. I'm a little like, yeah. I'm a little, but and I'm also curious what, the, what all, it means. There's still a little bit of that there, mm-hmm. but thankfully, you know, just time is interesting when things start to remain consistent across the board and you see it tapping into all these markets, then you start yeah. seeing some of its upper hand uses and some disadvantages all the same. So yeah. it'd be good to talk those through again. Yeah. And, and also too, like we were talking just a second ago and thinking all the different, if you watch anything on YouTube or if you're listening to podcasts still, or even the video podcast, it does seem like there's this neat, so there's this neat trend that like we could be more of a, a network under this DGDC banner and bring in different shows and different opinions and different experience and obviously even different industry. Look how many people you can, you know, we don't represent anything in like the UX UI area in a lot of ways with app yeah, development. We don't, you know what I mean? And then like folks that are doing pure merch kind of driven stuff and selling their own things and stuff. So there's so many other yeah, voices. I think it's important that we're kind of tearing yeah. this way. Yeah. Yeah, I think we. I'm ex, I'm super excited to get that that started. Well, I was talking with Jason about how we were going to embark on some fresh stuff, and he was like, "Well, what about that idea? I've been trying to pitch to you, and even Nick from forever ago, where he wants what, us to get what was um, people from any given market, like what we've been talking about, and how they would utilize v- vendors' design across the board, mm. not those within the creative industry altogether." Yeah, and I th- I don't know. I guess we could get. I a like it. Bit of I thought, like anything again. Such like a husband be, recommendation. Anything that would be <laughs> quite a spin would be yeah. good because I'm and I'm looking at content of what other you know like if I look through my YouTube or whatever, it's usually like cars, cooking, travel, <laughs> whatever, right? And uh-huh. I'm seeing them like push the needle and trying these different things, and because I think whatever you're in. If you produce content for something, you can get into that cycle of creating the same thing over and over again. Every, you know, oh, April comes around, it's got to be this or whatever, sure. or it's goals or whatever for the first of the year. And sure. so I, I, I think just taking inspiration there would be great and taking inspiration from you guys as well. So we're trying to do oh, definitely. Uh, more if we could do this and, and our bandwidths kind of open up a little bit rather than three of us producing this one off show all the time, if we can open it up to other folks, there could be more engagement, there could be more talk, there could be more discussions in all these different areas. So for I shorter than an hour be, and ranging exactly. anywhere between, I don't know, 25 to 40 minutes. That's right? how typically like, I like to stick with the show anyhow, as a consumer, I think that that's yeah. a good shift. Yeah. If you have to do it in parts, sometimes you don't get the time to go back and refinish it. Like, no, have you ever, right. sometimes I'll like pu- even pull in the garage and I'll be like still listening. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I only got 10 minutes left and I don't want to <laughs> pause it. Cause I'll never go back. <laughs> so, so yeah, any, any good feedback from you guys on length of yeah, episodes, frequency of le- episodes, if there's a missing area that we are, that could make for a good show. If you've got a great idea for a show, Hit us up. We want to like spread the word to, word to everybody because, um, yeah, I, I think this is one of those things. I, I I don't know about other creative or design based podcasts. I te- technically don't ever listen because I'm no, it's I a don't little bit wanna... of a break. Understood yeah, exactly. and, and same and same. Yeah, very very but seldom, but but maybe you guys do. And there's something unique or cool that you feel that's missing. We'd love to kind of yeah, tackle sure. it for the sure. Measure up. Yep. Yeah. So that's it. And then um. Man, we were trying so difficult to get a moment to chat over just the last few weeks, but I think 
you and I were saying earlier <laughs> this January is everyone ha- everyone I know is having the same January. <laughs> is that right? Is that you right? You can't plan. You just can't plan. No. Like you no. like you think you even have a day break and then something hits and you want to say yes to it, right? I know. And how about all those Sundays where you're tapping in to catch up on some stuff and then Monday hits, you're like Sunday night thinking, okay, clean slate, ready to roll. Get, have yeah. my time now to focus on X and Y. Monday morning comes around and X and Y are not visited whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that's, that's so crazy. Like, yeah, and I'm noticing too, like the, even just clients are having harder time staying on their schedule. Be, and it's not out of, out of any other reason, but they've got complications too. They've got a life one. They've got in most of my cases with food and beverage stuff, it's kind of like, oh, the ingredients have to change. So hold off. And then you're like, oh, okay, okay, well, how yeah. long are we holding? Because like, <laughs> where, where are we with that kind of stuff? For us, you know? with marketing efforts altogether, it's, well, we have these direct client base inquiries coming in. So we have to put marketing at the back burner so that these direct instances can come yeah. to the forefront. And you know, as a does as a creative vendor, we don't have a visibility to those instances the way that those accounts do. So it's it's interesting how you have to oftentimes accommodate, sit back, nod your head, understandable, sure I'm here. Yeah. And then everybody, everybody comes around in one lump. Yeah, at Not the that, same time. <laughs> there's no way to plan that. No two accounts are aware of each other's schedule, but that's oftentimes yeah. what takes place. That's a who can ever solve that issue? I think no, that's, that's one of those things that could, yeah. Right. If, and if you are the hub and you're the one person that touches all those other clients and their businesses, they, they don't have to worry about the other ones. You do. No, right. <laughs> Talk can about AI interesting fix that, insight. please. Uh-huh. When can AI come in and like, fix that? Uh-huh. <laughs> maybe it could be the the forward face or the even the the narrative it could be the conversation of like when a new job comes through and it's an ongoing client they can come in and pop in like the 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 creative brief the dates the checkpoints the ultimate due date whatever. i like that we and should maybe designate AI can, right can you imagine if i think that's something someone's got to be working on and then it comes into your thing and it's like Hey, the probability of this successfully working in the next month with your with your other stuff is a eighty five percent. Then you could be like, okay, let's take it on. <laughs> right. Then there'd be a little bit better of a window yeah. read. But I would love that. I, I I would too. I'm just thinking about those times where let's say you've got a, a trip, and all of a sudden. Um, up until the last minute announced, okay, we're ready to roll. Well, you, you right when you are departing, yeah. we, all of us should have not just a process based plan B, but an individual that's yeah. got your back for your business that they can get in touch with in the event that there is an issue, a fire. Yeah. Or they have to jumpstart because deliverable means require no later than a certain date type of thing. And there's no flexibility there. Yeah. That's worth discussing. That's that's something yeah. that we can segment in the world of examples too, I think. We have lived those instances. So 
yeah. would be cool to cover. Someone's got to be doing something out there like that. Cause I, I, man, I would be so on board with some help in that I way. I would think, I don't, right? yeah. Cause I'm looking for, I'm putting together this cool uh, presentation. Um, I'm getting to talk at uh, a, a creative conference called Creative South in April and it's in Atlanta. And I promised I would do something on AI. And at the time I was kind of like, Oh, like, ugh, I don't want to do like, it's yeah, like, it oh still boy. doesn't feel like it has been openly welcome in the community. Everyone's, but then, then I see friends. Don't and you other think in, ter- in way of healthcare and saving lives and oh, yeah. medicinal efforts through and through? Yes, yes, yes. yes. But, but on the creative side, it's a tough one because and, it yeah. still feels like it's going to take the jobs from talented people, right? Yeah, it's a so, tough one. It's a yeah. tough subject. So, so how sp- are you feeling I'm now? Sp- oh, I'm spinning it. I'm changing it to using AI to sell yourself as the mm. solo entrepreneur. And that way I'm like, hey, even we're not going to talk about it being a replacement of art, but how about helping you with copywriting? How about helping you with scheduling? How about helping you with onboarding? Um, your bio, your headlines on your website, your your collateral that you send. Like I've been using ChatGBT on my presentations and they've gone from like what I thought were great to just extraordinary st- storytelling right from the very beginning. Instead of just putting like, you know, client name, logo round one, right? I'm saying to ChatGPT, give me a headline of this book that's going to, you know, get them right from the very beginning. And it's writing these, beautiful headlines with perfect accompanying, you know, body copy. And then we go into, pay- it's almost like a storybook now. Hmm. Imagine awesome. going from like a PowerPoint presentation. I'd be curious to query to that just to throw it on the internet to see if it's being extracted. The system is extracting those means from another similar, similar presentation. It, it must be getting structure and like, um, call it like a Mad Lib, you know what I mean? Where it's mm-hmm. kind of like, and it's, but it's, I'm putting in so much. So I didn't get to that level until we were maybe four to five pages deep in, you know, how ChatGPT keeps the history in that yeah. channel. So yeah. everything you've talked about, it's considering. So it knew everything from the brand we created, why the name, the color choices, it knows the taglines we talked about. It knows the story paragraph we wrote for their website. So in terms so, of archive, it's not re reiterating or repurposing what they've already recommended. I'm just wondering about yeah. applications out there that another creative mm. like yourself is utilizing yeah. it for presentation purposes. Yeah. Not maybe one-to-one the exact same headline, but pretty damn similar. Yeah, I, I, I guess the chances, the chances of it being found are probably so slim, right? Because like, yeah, what I do know it's is that- It's dipping into a population of um, options that yeah. are Is crazy. it all coming from the same pool? Like kind of what crazy. you're saying. So, but the reaction- Did you reaction, hear OpenAI is going to start charging? Yes. Yeah. <sighs> well, I did, I, I bought the Pro or whatever it's called. So did I you? pay already- um, and then I have, it gives you Dolly, which is kind of like a mid journey, uh, you know, competitor, but it also gives you data analysis. So you can 
say, here's a, here's a, a great example. Let's say you're putting together a brief for a new brand and they told you, here's our five competitors. You can put the five links of the competitors' websites in there and say, go through all these websites, give me a competitive analysis. Give me a, you can even do a SWOT, That's you know, awesome. what, right? What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? What are their opportunities? What's their potential? Man, and, that's a whole segment of discovery phase for projects right. through and through. That's nuts. And then you could say, now put it in a, in a beautifully written report and summarize it in two pages so I can give that to the client and say, here's the competitive analysis we've done. But it will also recommend like what's missing in that, in that, in, in that industry or in that, you know, in that kind of with those competitors. So now you could be like, you know, you're so much more data driven. And I feel like the more I'm putting that into the work, the less I'm getting the client going, but I just don't like it because of the purple, you know, they're, it's not uh -huh. a personal preference thing uh -huh. anymore. There's so much data behind it. So that's why I'm saying if we use AI more in that way, um, in selling and as the people that really are involved the most with this designers, graphic designers, whatever, all of us creatives use it more that way. And I think it has a much better way of kind of supporting us rather than the art replacement. Cause that's, that's, you could tell AI art like a mile away. You know what I mean? That's what I'm seeing. So yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And well, um, you, I come April. I mean, that's going to be here before we know it. Of course, oh, that's going to be fun. I know. I know. Gosh. I know. So I like, can tell you've got butterflies already. <laughs> yeah. And I just finished another one. That's all about uh, the unconventional thing. Like I was telling you earlier, it's, kind of challenging you as a designer too, because I got a few comments from this client that was selling the work that we did, packaging and branding to all of the retailer buyers at different stores like Whole Foods and stuff like that. And yeah. one of the comments Direct he feedback. got back was, was that we love your product and everything, but your branding is just a little conventional. You know, it's like, oh. it's, it's a little expected. And we were like, did we want that? <laughs> you know, we didn't like, we, we couldn't, well, did that we feedback figure, come across as though the hope like, and the intent was non? Like, like do better. Yeah. yeah. Like, like look at what's on the shelves right now. And um, one of the things I think we've, I might've brought up at once on the show, maybe not, but if you all are listening, there's a really cool little spot called the pop-up grocer in New York city. And it is an experimental grocery store. So they yeah, I love only, those email feeds only, that come in. They only hire or bring in food, beverages, and products from a lot of those companies. And uh, yeah, it was an eye-opening thing because I was like, yeah, maybe I'm not pushing the limit. And I go to my comfort zone. I go to my yeah. comfort fonts. I go to my comfort layout. Interesting. And, uh, and I'm not so, so yeah, it was a fun exploration. Found all these great tips. Um, that's going to be on the print awesome. design summit uh, online course. You need to LaCroix that out. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's it. I, I should just make a t-shirt. Just LaCroix that shit. Cause really, aren't they the beginner of that? Like, we don't give a damn. Like oh, here's, to me. here's like, the design. You're going to love it. Yeah, yeah. totally. Kind of looks like an explosion. It totally <laughs> does. It's, it's a, it's a good, it's a good cross the board example for. That's hilarious. Eh. Well, mishmash. Speaking of, yeah. Speaking of mishmash, speaking of AI, speaking of, what we usually do at the end of the beginning of this year. One thing we want to share before we go is a fun little um, exploration of design trends, but I'll, I'll admit, I think some of them in the past have been like mailed in, right? It's like, Oh, 
bright colors. Isn't um, it interesting? It's been a mixed bag. Some thoughts. are spot on. Some are just not even touched. Some exactly. Are... <laughs> exactly. And then I saw this the other day. And now if you, again, we're going to have to remember this disclaimer because now we're going video. We'll do our best to explain this. But if you are watching or listening just to the audio, check us out on the Spotify app where you can do the video or our YouTube channel. You can watch and see the graphics that we're doing. But we'll do our best to kind of explain what we're taking a look at here. But this was um, Creative Markets Design Trends for 2024. And what was so cool was these were actually the first time I remember seeing these and kind of going like, man, this is perfectly in line with what I think we need to look at. You know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It was really good. This first yeah, one. Yeah, this was a good source to yeah. peruse for sure. This one. I mean, everybody's I think- coming out with it. Like all those um, stock sources. Yeah. yeah. Um, cre- creative market's a little bit different in that regard, to me at least. I thought yeah, this they, was a good source to follow. They're in that zone. They're kind of like Envato, and but I think they uh-huh. started, but uh-huh. they bought Dribble, right? So they right, also that's right. that. Um, this first one that they came is called That Human Touch. And, and I think there's a great example here of this really cool handwritten font and this kind of gestures of the hand and the photography. But this idea, they had this great thing here. It says, I think that the more AI standardizes art and design, the more the public will f- begin to form a deeper appreciation for art that is undoubtedly human. And I'm like, woo, that's that's what we need to keep in mind as AI is going there. And, and they're highlighting these like really funky, almost like odd fonts. Like, you know, like this yeah. one here. I think this aren't is they, really cool. Aren't they coming out like crazy now? Yeah. Oh, look at And then perfect. You can actually, oh, it went to a different um, window for mine. I wasn't sharing it, but I clicked on it. And obviously it goes to creative market and shows the font. <laughs> Very smart oh, okay. of them. <laughs> sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And here's some more examples. I think, again, if if we are not being if we're not paying attention to the human touch of these things, don't you think AI can get a little carried away? Yeah, um, you know that robotic means. Yeah, this is important. Although I don't know, don't you feel like that Sharpie approach here with "Take Me to the Beach"? You just you're seeing a lot now. Yeah, it's, I think, it's and- with that brush stroke. Um, yeah. But it, it, is, it does exemplify the human touch altogether. It does. Like, yeah, it's handwritten. I think that's their – might be the not the best take of it. I think the photography really works good for me too. And even this yeah, little thing. it works well. Right? Like the, the this to me, again, was a great one where it almost feels like a kid or Picasso did uh-huh. this. Like uh-huh. I don't know, right? Yeah. Like that's yeah. the kind of stuff that I don't know if we can replicate that now in AI. So – might as well highlight it if this is something even this little bar at the top that human touch i think seeing fonts that have irregularities and certain parts are thin certain mm-hmm. parts are expanded mm-hmm. like we're that's making us think a little bit and and i'm mm-hmm. i'm down for it i, I really mm-hmm. love this vibe and against even in photography and the way you can stylize it is yeah, really cool it's not over captivating but it's mm-hmm. just a trickle enough yeah there you go <laughs> just a trickle enough um, here's another one, peak surreal. And I'm seeing this a lot too, this kind of jittery, yeah. um, photography Glitch. thing. 
It yeah. looks like a kind of a blurred glitch in a way. It says, uh, I want to look just beyond, beyond just design and illustration to look at the root and depth to create art that will help people open up and understand themselves more deeply through beauty, through their vision of the world and through subconsciousness. And that's, yeah, that kind of, it's a little dreamy. It's a little like, what else do they yeah, got here? Almost oh, yeah, almost lake reflection-esque. Mm. Yeah. But it doesn't, like, this kind of almost doesn't make sense. Like, and I kind of like it. Like, I, well, this, you and I would never design this, like, right? Like, this isn't our no, aesthetic. But why can't it be? Right, right. Well, and if that's the whole point of visiting this right? stuff. This is cool. Well, yeah. but the story, the story that is associated with that visual. Yeah. Well, maybe it, maybe it's spot on. Yeah. I don't know. That's true. If it's good for the, well, you're right. I think all these, the disclaimer is it still has to work for what you're designing for. Like your creative brief, it's got to ask for this. But again, like sometimes if someone was to ask me to do something and say, Hey, we wanted to go a little deeper to the root or whatever. I need to see this to know how to push, I think, my right. limit a little right. bit too, you right. know, because yeah. this no, is so too. much more artistic. We'll talk and about I'm... inspiration without dipping into the exact pieces. I mean, it yeah. just makes you think outside exactly. the box a little bit further. Yeah. Now, this one's interesting. Number three, it's called the AI director. And what I love about this is it says with AI, production should become a lot faster, freeing the designer to come up with more concepts, curate what's good and then produce final results. And we saw a talk at Max that talked about this, and it was saying that you as a designer, maybe even coming out of school or self-taught, you might be art directing faster than generations in the past because AI is speeding it, is going to speed it up. So yeah. if production and things go a lot faster, you're being freed up to be more of the creative director and and I think that's something we all should be like considering for the future. What do, what do you think? Is that does that make sense? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, don't you think it's to each his own? So based mm -hmm. on project, based on request, um, I'm thinking about those times where I'm one team member of eight, if not more. Yeah. And so if AI were to accompany any phase to any given project with that many people, would I feel in that director hat to the extent that I might, if it were supporting a startup and yeah. I was managing everything from the ground up? Yeah. I, I just think it's anything that's speeding up time means what are you going to do with that extra time? Yeah. If it's your one team, if you're a 12, 12 person team, whatever it might be. And like, let's say like, let's say AI is even helping you with like what I was saying, it's helping me copyright and put together a more confident sales pitch. I can spend more time now refining the designs 
and the layout and my enthusiasm when I pitch it because I, I, I saved a little time. So I'm like, I'm playing more art director. I'm doing less of the, what I would call more like production work. And that, right. I, and that might even be email. Like what if email yeah, could be streamlined? It's more conceptual. Do you see what I mean? Um, so I, this is, this I is an interesting you new there. trend. You know what? Oh, this is getting me so excited about the idea of getting um, a storyteller, a copywriter yeah. on the show that utilizes AI to understand before and yeah. after and what's useful, what's not working. Yeah. It's so new. So there's got to be some lessons learned already, or maybe even some kind of like, you know, areas where you can even try it out and start it, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. really cool. Um, obviously theme four, this falls into place every time and it's sustainable <laughs> aesthetics. Mm -hmm. It's not so much. We see this a lot where it's like, oh, packaging is going to go to eco-friendly and, you know, soy based inks and I know from experience, every time you price that out, <laughs> the package is like five times the cost and your client so goes, much more expensive. nope. So what yep. this is doing is it's more like the aesthetic can give you the same reaction if it's a beautiful palm image like this, right? And it's being used unique there. Let's see what else they're showing here. Yeah, even here, look at the, oh my gosh, look at those, I, these green and these rusty colors and things like that, like that's to me feeling like it's kind of environmentally conscious but maybe it's it's just yeah, in totally. its aesthetic you know yeah. more grainy more uh fibrous i feel there like we're seeing more of those retail tags with that twine looking yes um material that's interesting you know what i always laugh at target has a brand where they have that it looks really clean and aesthetic. Like it even has the twine, but the twine at the end is, is machine tagged to the tag. So oh boy. it's like the, uh, it's like, look at us. We're so like, we've got the, the twine, but it's not yeah. tied to anything. And then it's again, still machine, not so much. It's still That's machine hilarious. attached, but they're saying here, I expect to see a greater focus on design that is ethical and responsible. This means designing products and services that are good for users and society as whole. I believe that design has the power to make a positive impact on the world. And true, like I think you can even, one thing you could do is you can put, you could put facts on there. You can put tips on there. Let's say maybe you couldn't afford the aesthetically beautiful, environmentally conscious packaging, but what you can do is you can put, hey, plant this box or use it as a second use, you know, use it as a planter or whatever it might be. You know what I mean? Like you could put that on there in the copy and still, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, totally. Love that vibe. Ooh, dynamic by design. <laughs> this is great. This is a good one. They're saying 30% yeah, of designer surveys said animated illustrations would be the asset category growing most in 2024, followed by social media templates and variable fonts. So again, hmm. like I think this idea of animated, here's some really cool. Oh, look at these. These are just great. Oh my God. I love this vibe. So like, animated things i think as well this has always been movement's been a trend i think we've seen on a lot of these things sure. in the past yeah but now it's like you know you could go into like adobe express and you could take your vector art and make a great little a little motion out of it i love and that you, liquid light sample isn't that great look at that oh that is so, so cool fun. so you could do these things that i don't you don't need to like reinvent the wheel and learn a whole new program 
if you just need a little extra taste of like yeah. mo- movement yeah, motion. Yeah, I like that it's not re- reinventing. This is not mm-hmm. like massive introduction to something we've never seen before. It's yeah. just a little bit more fur- furthering the edge. Really cool. That's yeah, I really love cool. This. Love that. Signature seeking. This is an interesting one. I mm. ho- I honestly hope to see fewer designers trying to follow trends and more focusing on finding their unique style who they are and as a designer and how they can use it to their benefit. We're here to be creative. Stop following the crowd. Oh my God. Pretty good. Like that's funny. And so, yeah, now here's the thing. I think you and I are in positions where we we can't have a signature. I I don't want a signature look because I'm not an artist for hire in that way. I'm going to find your look to the client. You, you feel the same way, right? Like if you had yeah, a signature we look, the look and feel for yeah. these. Yes. Yeah. So like if you're self-branding yourself or if you're doing merch, if you're doing stuff that's actually, I think in commerce, like that, yes, for sure. Have, you should be seeking a signature look. You should have one, I think. But to say this to someone who works with multiple clients from multiple industries and yeah. multiple things, I don't think this one's your face can cross multiple. Mm -hmm. Oh, and it reminds me of that amazing dude we interviewed that runs creative industry and, and they went on this, um, recently he just, he had just gotten back with all of his team from, um, a retreat getaway in the woods where they were. Yes. He does. Uh, He practices this. Yeah. Dan from uh, Lincoln. He practices yep. this. He he practices different faces for totally. their agency through and through. Oh yeah, and it's got a definite look like, and that's the work totally. they want to be hired for. And I love yeah, I that think people really appreciate that. I, I don't think I'll be so honest. I don't have a look that I would think could be sellable. Like, oh, uh-huh. what, what's what's sellable about me is my versatility to give you what you need as a look, right. but. I would never say like I do self. I do gritty graffiti style branding. Only come to me if you want that. <laughs> uh-huh. That's not that's not me. <laughs> you know. Although, if you look at their portfolio, they're kind of all over. They it's, don't it's, only work yeah. on functified accounts and functified yeah. projects. I always say their stuff. The common thread is like it's loud, and it gets your attention. Mm-hmm. Like. That's yeah. a that's a niche. I think that's a that's yeah, a that signature. Is. That is. You could, you, your signature could be like I'm I'm targeted to the specific audience that it needs to be. That could be your niche. You know, like yeah, they've done well with that. You know, yeah. This and is I think fun. That's what we they always attract. see this. We always yeah. see this. It's super yeah, fun. brutally bold. I mean, for sure, this is kind of something we see a lot here. I think this does have a risk of falling into. Are you a brand or are you like everything else I've seen? If you do this too much, it feels like they all look the, the same. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Big, bold text. Like, okay, great. But yeah, cropping off like this mm-hmm. mode, black and white sample yeah. here. It's that's. I like it for editorial. I mean, it's, it's remained. It's, it's stayed around. It's. It's usable um, still. But you know what? In 06 and 07, 
-hmm. I remember seeing this for the first time at a creative agency that I was hired um, with. Yeah. And I'm only mentioning the year just because that's how mainstream it's become. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. It's not even a trend anymore. This is this is a viable approach yeah, anytime, but, any year. <laughs> but but, but interestingly, <laughs> um, can be speaking of as a trend because there are ways to make this not totally comfortable and yeah. to stretch. That's true. Yeah. Let's look at this. All right. So we've got hybrid fonts. Again, I've seen this a lot. I do yeah. like this vibe where yeah. there are replacements within there that are that don't feel like they belong. Look at this mm -hmm. one with uh, mm -hmm. the heart and the beat. Like there's a the vowels, if not maybe maybe it's a glyph, so you can do it to any of these letters, but you can highlight any letter in this beautiful like serif font and it turns to a very light, almost balloon like balloony, yeah. Light like yeah, inline yeah, cartoonish. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. These are great. These are really cool. Even this one looks cool. I love seeing lowercase kind of raised yeah. and Me got too. bigger to look like this a full the, the uppercase. I mean, That's and really again, fun. not yeah. usable across all yeah this was established a brands but this was a really good capture a, i think they did a good source and it's a wonderful site if you go to creativemarket.com slash trends we'll have it in the show notes but you can obviously take a look at it and i just love this would be a great portfolio like just if this was your mm -hmm. kind of mm -hmm. quick one pager it's really well mm -hmm. put together they're really kind of uh, up in the game there i like it so good stuff me really too cool. it's great all right, guys. Well, we're gonna try to keep these ones shorts, like short, like we said. And um, yeah, that was a great little 36. capture. Not bad. Damn! Look at us under forty. Hey, hey. <laughs> you're welcome. Well, good job not spending too much overkill time on a single trend. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> awesome, guys. Well, again, if you did like this and you want to uh, submit any kind of stuff, please do that as well. Let us know what we can kind of fill in. If there's anything we're missing as well. And uh, feel free to kind of share this with others. I think now that we're going to be putting these on the YouTube channel as well, uh, we're going to give you the like, subscribe, share. I'm sure that's what every YouTube person says nowadays. But we could definitely use your help in getting it out there and having uh, other people kind of check it out. If there's anybody else that you think would love to see this, let them know. Yeah, send right. little nudges. Don't hesitate. Exactly. I love it. All right, guys. Have a good rest of the day, and we'll see you all later. Bye. Bye.